Welcome back to the Be Powerful Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Powell, and I've got a new friend here. Uh, we met just recently, and we've had some deep conversations, kind of spiritual conversations, and we thought it would be an awesome idea to do a podcast and get those conversations on air. Um, she is a mind, body, and spirit alignment coach. Um, she's a very vibrant, positive light. She's very happy. Her energy is, is very um, contagious. So I'm excited for you guys to meet her and see what she's all about. So Maya, welcome to the Be Powerful Podcast. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to dive in today yeah. and be here. And I'm Maya. <laughs> I'm a mind, body, soul alignment coach, mentor, and I like to say that I'm on the journey with the people that I'm serving. So yeah, it's all about coming back to you and remembering you, your truth, and how you're literally an extension of the divine, mm. which in itself just can bring so much power, so much love, so much abundance from within to just remember who you are in your true essence. And that's the work that I do now. So yeah. I'm super excited to dive into this conversation today. Totally. Yeah, you can really feel your energy and your connection with spirit because mm -hmm. like I have that too. And I know it's not fake. And like you can just you can see it in you. You know what I mean? Like it's not something that you're just faking. It's like, it's real. It comes from a place of like, yeah, I have this understanding that I'm a spiritual being living a human experience, you know? And I loved what you said about like the clients that you work with and stuff like you're on the same journey as they are, because I feel like a lot of times people will assume that coaches are like so much further above their clients and stuff. And it's really not like that at all. Like there's no, you can be a coach regard, like you can be a coach regardless of where you're at in your journey. And like, feel like imposter syndrome affects so many aspiring coaches. Cause they're like, Oh, well, I'm, I'm not perfect. I can't be a coach. You yeah, know, totally. where it's like, totally. we're never perfect. We're always on this constant journey of growing. Yeah, and you can embrace the actual journey itself and mm -hmm. be here in the now and know that you're enough right where you are. And you being one step ahead of somebody else makes you qualified to right. help them on that journey and just be there with them on that journey. And I always say, you know, I don't even like to call myself a healer because mm -hmm. I don't heal people. Right. I just hold space for them to heal themselves. And when you can take, you know, these mentors or these people you look up to, not looking up to them and seeing them on like a pedestal, instead recognizing that they're just reflecting what you can also embody and what you can also do in your own life. Um, I think it makes the journey that much more enjoyable because then you're not constantly in this like comparison mode. Instead, you can just recognize like we're all here just trying to figure it out, right? Like yes. nobody actually has it figured out. Um and we're in this together, you know, we're all just on our own paths, our own journeys. And there definitely can be some similarities that can be reflected mm -hmm. and can inspire you. But ultimately, you know, we're all just doing the best we can with what we have. Totally. <laughs> For the longest time, I looked at everybody else as like, oh, they have it figured out and mm -hmm. I don't. Yep, exactly. And that whole that whole perspective has completely changed, you know, as a result of me talking to other people that I feel like are further, you know, further along in their journeys and stuff. And like, well, I don't really compare myself anymore. Like I used to compare and be like, Oh, well I'm jealous of that person. Cause they're so much further along than me or whatever. And then like you get to know somebody like that. And when you really get to know them, like, oh, you're human too. Yeah. You have a lot of, you know, stuff too. A lot of fears, insecurities, you know, the same sort of just mental battles that we all face, you know. And I liked what you said about how you're not a healer because healers are just people, mm -hmm. you know, who have done 
some of the work and are doing the work and are beginning to heal themselves. Mm -hmm. And then you can, you know, as a result of you healing yourself, you're now qualified to heal somebody else, but you're not a healer. You're just a holder of space. Exactly what you said. And the person heals themselves, you know, exactly. We're reflectors. We're mirrors, right? It's like, We are all extensions of the same source. We are all one. And so in that, we're just reminding each other. We're reflecting that power. We're reflecting that love. And in that, you know, me being the fullest expression of myself is kind of this reminder. It's this reflection point for others. And it kind of naturally gives this like permission aspect for others to do the same. And yeah, that's what I always kind of, as I'm going into a coaching relationship with somebody um I always disclaim that it's like I'm not going to be the one who like heals you it's you like I'm just here to reflect I'm just here to mirror you know and hold space for you to remember that power from within and you're the one who's going to realize that all of your answers are all within so that's we're the hero of our own story Mm -hmm. you know I'm curious where this remembering where this realization that you are connected to the divine energy, like where that realization originated, like, have you had this understanding your whole life where you raised in a spiritual or religious upbringing? Like where did it come from? Yeah. Yeah. So most of my life I searched outside of me for all of my answers. And I also view God as separate from me. And there's so many words and names you can use for God, right? That's just my personal word, but there's source, spirit, universe, um, tons of different words for it. But overall, I viewed God, my word, my name for it, um, as separate from me. And in that, I was constantly searching outside of me for something or someone or something to fill this void, um, and something to save me, something to quote unquote, fix me. Right. And it wasn't until I really sat with myself and recognized that truth alone that I had been searching outside of me my whole life for this like answer, um, for my fulfillment that I really started to just realize, whoa, wait, what would happen if I actually looked in? What would happen if I started to like, see that fulfillment and peace and happiness and find that from within because I'd never done that in my entire life. I'd run from my internal world my entire life. I'd run from myself my entire life. And I had all of these patterns of escapism and running and avoidance. And it wasn't until I actually sat with myself and faced my truths and started to pour love into these places that hadn't seen love before for myself that that's when it all started to just naturally flow and my relationship with God naturally strengthened because when we strengthen our relationship with ourselves, it's just hand in hand, you know, and our relationship with God as well. It's like, we are an extension of God. We are co-creating with the divine. The divine is within us. And so when you're able to tap into that truth and that knowing, so I think there's a difference between a belief and a knowing as well. And that's where, as you were saying, I kind of emulate like the spirit, right? Like I reflect that to you. It's because I embody that truth. It's a knowing rather than just a belief. Um, and that goes for everything that I preach and do. It's like for so long, I was also in such an imposter syndrome mentality with like my coaching and my business because I wasn't walking the walk. I wasn't embodied in my truth. So I wasn't embodied in the things that I was preaching. It was a belief, but it wasn't a knowing. And until it became a knowing, so I had to go in and really get clear on like who I am by simply just remembering because it's not me obtaining something outside of me or, you know, it was never outside of me. It was always within me all along. I just had to uncover that light by unlearning a lot of things, by letting go of some things and just remembering that light that's within me. For sure. Was there any, so a lot of times when people have like this, spiritual awakening so to speak like there's something in specific that kind of lifted the veil for Mm -hmm. them and 
Yeah, I'm just curious if there's anything that you could pinpoint or if there's a rock bottom that you hit when you were trying to figure things out on your own, looking in external sources, other people, that type of thing. Was there like a, a rock bottom with that perspective that led you to the realization that like you are a reflection of God and you have what it takes to heal yourself within you? Yeah, totally, totally. My biggest rock bottoms, I feel like I've had multiple yeah. <laughs> throughout the years. There's like these death and rebirths, you know. Just, you just keep, keep digging yeah, deeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, The biggest one, though, is when I was actually, I was in high school, and I remember I was deep, deep in my eating disorder. And I was like the lowest weight I had ever been, just really unhealthy and really just disconnected from myself, from God, from everything. I was just disconnected and disassociated from life, to be honest. And so deep in my eating disorder that I didn't care about anything else. It was like, that was my whole life. And that's all that mattered to me was like, just looking a certain way and like this identity, just keeping up with that identity of my eating disorder. So I was laying in bed one night and I literally felt my heart stopping and I had reached this point of like not even caring if I were to have died. Um, and it was really just this moment where I felt this overwhelming presence come through. And it was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, and I just everything started. I was able to see everything for what it was and see my truth as to like, I didn't love myself. I didn't accept myself. I was looking for all of these ways to like fill this void and feel some sort of just happiness, peace. And it was in reality, it was just digging me deeper and deeper into self-hatred and the opposite of what I actually wanted. Um, and I believe that was God, that was the spirit coming through and just like, Hey, there's another way. And that's you. And from there, I just decided, I was like, I'm going to recover. Like I am going to heal. I want to be happy. Like, what am I doing? And that's when I started to build my relationship with God, but I had a very tainted relationship just from religious trauma and things of that nature, kind of how I was raised um, and the beliefs that I was raised with, with God. And so it was a really bumpy road, I feel like, with that, with like the spiritual aspect of things. But when it came to like my actual healing process and healing journey, that's that was kind of the catalyst for me. It was that rock bottom. And that's when I really started to study holistic health and I hired mentors and coaches. And that's why I took this coaching route myself in my own business because I'd worked with these coaches and mentors and they kind of reflected that in me. I'm like, whoa, that's possible? Like you can own your own business? Like what is this, you know? So that was kind of how I took that route. But along the way, I was still like searching, like these patterns kept repeating. So I wasn't getting to the root of it. Um, I repeated that pattern of seeking external validation and seeking outside of me through like making money and building a business and men and relationships and all these other patterns kept playing out, even though my eating disorder was gone. Like I was at a healthy state physically now at that point. And, uh, it wasn't until I actually dove deep into my truth and actually faced all of this shadow darkness, just all these pieces that hadn't fully been loved Mm -hmm. that I was able to uncover that truth and really get to the root of why these things kept repeating and kept manifesting in all of these ways. And that was when I would say psychedelics for me was really like the gateway into that and just going deeper and zooming out on all of it and really seeing the purpose behind all of it as well. Um, And that's why now I'm planning to study plant medicine and integrate that into my practice as well. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Plant medicine for me was really a gateway into just zooming out and seeing everything for the way it was the truth and really just pouring this love into me. And it takes this integration. So I feel like, For a while, I would like have these really like mind blowing, like breakthroughs, my plant medicine journeys, but I wouldn't actually integrate. Mm -hmm. And that's where people can kind of get in these endless cycles of like, okay, I need plant medicine. I need plant medicine. It's like, no, like you need integration, you know, you need to integrate these messages as you sit and then integrate, sit and integrate. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, I always say that like plant medicine is like the is kind of lifting the veil, and it's the tool that mm-hmm. shows you where you need love, where you need acceptance, where you exactly. need what areas you need to work on. You mm-hmm. know, but you can't just keep taking the plant medicine and expecting that you're you need this in order to mm-hmm. feel okay or to yeah just feel better in your skin and feel that you know surge of dopamine and and happiness and understanding of the fullness of the universe because yeah. i feel like that's what a lot of people get from psychedelics is like oh my god like there's something so profound that's that i'm a part of that this world is like mm-hmm there's a whole nother dimension, you know, that, and we're living in this, this reality, but there's this spiritual reality that's, that's out there. And it's like the, it's the catalyst for deep work, you know, Mm -hmm. but you have to do the deep work. You have to like psychedelics for me, they helped me to heal from some things. And now I feel like I can tap into that same space Mm -hmm. just naturally. You know what I mean? I feel like we're in that realm right now, just connecting on a Mm -hmm. deep level, talking about spirituality, talking about God, talking about healing. And yeah, the key is to like, for anyone listening, like if you're somebody who uses psychedelics a lot and you think that that's your, you know, that's the answer, that's the coping mechanism. It's like, you know, I challenge you to look a little deeper and realize that you don't need the mushrooms all the time like they're great to do every once in a while to like mm-hmm. get a magnifying glass on your you know life and and you know kind of heal and, and see these areas that, that need work but then you've got to do the work you've got to sit with yourself and journal and sit in silence and you know really heal those parts of yourself that you're not allowing to be their fullest expression of mm-hmm. yourself you know yeah, you are the medicine. Totally. I love to just remind everybody of that because you are what you've been looking for, right? Yeah. And yeah. the same pattern can definitely repeat itself through plant medicine and substance abuse of any kind, right? It's like that searching for something outside of you to give you the answers. And like you said, you can tap into that naturally. Right. I think it's really just a tool, just like anything, right? right. We can overuse anything. Yeah. I know we've had conversations too about even these healthy habits that you can like fall into because they're healthy and anything taken too far, anything that becomes an attachment an identity, identity. that is when it really just rules your whole life and you're missing the whole point there, right? Like the goal with implementing that tool was to probably feel a certain way, right? Which in reality, it's really just a tool to help remind you that this energy is possible and that it's there. And it's all just a reflection. It's a reminder of like what you have from within. And that for with plant medicine for me, it was really what I saw. Cause I same, like I had been kind of utilizing mushrooms in a way that was just like a reliance on it. It was kind of a, yeah, like a coping mechanism. And I had to zoom out and be like, wait a second. Like I'm missing the whole point here. Like it's really, this is giving me a gateway to integrate these lessons into my life without anything or anyone else. It's like my tool to now turn inwards and just embody, you know? And I think that's what we run from a lot of the time is the work is the self and recognizing that it's going to take some work, you know, it's going to take some discipline. I like to say discipline, you know, prioritizing your bliss takes discipline and discipline is an act of self-love, you know? And so there's a discipline that's needed. There's a consistency that's needed. There's a harmony of showing up and taking aligned action and also surrender and trust and letting go, you know? Yeah. For someone listening, what would you recommend for like, just to begin the process of sitting with yourself and, and trying to channel this power, this energy that we're, that we're talking about? Yeah. I mean, overall, the quieter you get, the louder your heart gets, the louder that source God energy gets. So I really feel like, you know, we're human beings. 
not human doings. And we have this tendency to want to do, 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 and obtain, 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 and like search, right? But the reality is when you just allow yourself to be and quiet the noise, that internal compass, your intuition, your truth gets louder. And that's what I always recommend. It's like, it's not, you know, clients will come to me and be like, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? You know, I need a plan. It's like, what if you just be, <laughs> you know, yeah. what if you just be and yes. quiet the noise and yes. just see what comes up for you? And almost always just allowing that silence, allowing that solitude is such a medicine, such a medicine for people and can really just give you so much clarity. Right. So much truth. Yeah. I was, I was debating whether I was going to answer my own question or I was going <laughs> to ask you, but that's literally exactly the way that I found. I mean, I, I was, I was raised like with the understanding that I'm a child of God and I'm a perfect reflection of God. And my mom was very shout out to my mom. My parents mm -hmm. always listen to every one of my podcasts, so Aww. they're going to hear this, yeah. but yeah, my mom, my mom raised me, you know, with a really strong understanding of God, you know, but mm -hmm. through my own trials and tribulations, I definitely got away from it for a long time mm -hmm. and resented God for a long time. And, but it wasn't until, yeah, I really got quiet, you know, stopped trying to control everything, stopped trying to figure everything out, stopped trying to distract myself with TV and social media and food and porn and, you know, all the different things that one can distract themselves with. And yeah, you have to just sit in silence, you know, like yeah. prayer isn't for everybody. I understand that, but like everybody can just sit mm -hmm. and quiet their mind and focus on their breath and come back to that realization that you are this wildly profound being with a heartbeat and with oxygen flowing through your body and thousands of millions of whatever we have, mm -hmm. you know, flowing through our body. Like we're mm -hmm. these crazy <laughs> spiritual machines, you know, yeah. and like, yeah, we're our own healers. We're our own, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, with movement and just the breath and nutrition and conscious consumerism, being careful of what you're consuming. You know, it's like, you got to clear your vessel. You have to, you got to get quiet and you've got to get, clear and clean you know mm -hmm. exactly yeah we're all energy right and so nothing changes until your energy changes right and when you're in an energetic match for the life that you're desiring externally right. but also the way you want to feel it's like you create that right. you're the only one who's in control of your energy and so when you harness that energy by simply just allowing yourself to be seen, to be heard, to be held, to be loved, accepted, you're going to naturally come back to your natural state of being when you just allow it. It's like an allowance, right? And even when it comes to authenticity and expression, it's not a doing. It's not a trying to be authentic. Yeah. It's just an allowance. Right. It's Ooh, this like being, that. right? It's yeah. like this letting it just flow. And then in that, you're going to be more in the current of life and just flowing with life rather than constantly feeling this resistance and trying to control, 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 and never feeling like you're getting anywhere. You actually come into alignment. And when you're just being the fullest expression of you, you attract actual aligned opportunities rather than maybe these toxic situations or things that just aren't in alignment with you or jobs you don't actually like or whatever the case might be. It's like when you're in that flow of life and you surrender to that, it all starts with like your internal state of being and making sure you're in alignment internally and right. in that your external reality aligns as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like surrendering to the flow. Mm -hmm. That's, so important like to understand that if you can just give like they always like I've always been told like through rehabs and stuff and different counselors I've had and different behavioral health whatever you know like they've always kind of tried to lead me back to God and say like you know if you just surrender and you just try to believe, try to have faith, try to, try to trust that like, maybe your way isn't working. 
maybe your actions are not leading you to anything good. And if you could just trust in this power that's greater than yourself, like your whole fucking life is going to change drastically and Mm -hmm. explode into this synchronicity, you know, spiritually driven force Mm -hmm. of greatness where you can just sit back and enjoy the ride. You know, so many doors have opened in my life and so much peace has occurred over the last, you know, year or so of just completely surrendering. Like, like in, in regards to like addiction and stuff, like they say that you're powerless over drugs and alcohol and that your life has become unmanageable. And like, so just surrendering to the fact that I'm like, like, I don't believe I'm powerless, but I do believe that my choices and what my ego or what this, you know, person wants to do sometimes is not (laughs) the right decision. You know what I mean? So if I can just surrender and just accept the fact that like I'm powerless over my like decision-making, like my, my Mm -hmm. first thought and my first idea is usually not good. Mm -hmm. But if I can just sit back and like let the higher self, Brian, Mm -hmm. and like the God consciousness, Brian make decisions yeah. It just flows and it's effortless Effortless. and it's like, oh, it's crazy, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like I know you feel it in every fiber of your being and yeah. so do I. And it's like, how do we help other people to have that same just inner knowing and just like ability to surrender and just trust that like it can happen for them too? Yeah. Yeah, I think it starts with the awareness factor, right? Of you becoming aware of your current identity, your current beliefs, your current patterns, your current thoughts, because the surrendering is letting go of all of that. It's almost becoming nothing and recognizing that you're nothing and everything all at once, right? Because you, when you come back to that state of nothingness and you realize, wait a second, I am not what I do for work. I am not just these roles in life. I am not what I do. It's the energy I'm embodying that matters. It's not what you do. It's who you're being, right? And so it all comes down to your energy. And when you're aligned with love, you're aligned with source, with God, with the creation of life itself. We're all just an extension of unconditional love. And so when you come back to that alignment with love, that to me is surrender. That to me is showing up with devotion, meaning you're devoted to love. And in that, it takes some discipline in that even this act of surrender itself takes discipline. Cause that's the hardest thing for people to do is surrender and let go of what their ego wants. <laughs> like that takes some hard discipline. That's why I like saying bliss discipline, right? Cause it's like, you're prioritizing your bliss and also the betterment of the earth. And in that it needs, you need discipline. Right. Um, but even the act of surrender itself, it's like, that is the hardest thing for people to do. It takes that discipline. It takes that knowing that, okay, it's going to be this consistent act and awareness of me just letting go. And for me, what's been a really helpful tool is meditation and really quieting and becoming super aware again, going inwards, just allowing yourself to tap in to see, okay, what's going on. It's kind of like an inner housekeeping, right? Where you're just going through and you're starting to observe and you're realizing you're the observer. You're not the thoughts, right? right? And in that you can start to stop identifying so heavily with your thoughts that control. It starts with the thought, right? right? Your identities are always created by these repetitive thoughts that become more and more hardwired. And so when you can become super aware of your thoughts You become aware of your actions. You become aware of your feelings. You become aware of your identities, which create your reality. Your identity is ultimately what creates your reality. And so when you can start to surrender these identities and simply just start to identify with love, overall, your whole reality shifts because these natural, the things that are in alignment with love for you and your unique expression are going to naturally start to come into fruition. You're going to start to be acting out of that place of love rather than lack or fear or ego, if that makes sense. So it's like coming from that place of heart and soul rather than ego. Totally. 
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And for the listener, I think that's really helpful to just literally love. Just love, love unconditionally. Love everything about yourself. Love everything about others. Love everything that you hate. Mm-hmm. Everything that you're jealous of. Love it all. Don't judge people. Don't judge yourself. Don't think in lack, like Maya said. Don't be fearful. Like Just love and, and believe and have this idea of abundance and just that everything can everything that you've ever wanted and every that deep self love and and just understanding of who you are as a person. And that can all just come if you surrender, you know, if you just surrender and just look at everything with love and it's like your whole reality shifts, you know, you start seeing things differently. You start seeing beauty. Like you're like, Oh my God, wow. That's such a detailed table. That's so beautiful. Like how much work has gone into making that table, you know? And like you look at your hands or something, you're like, oh my God, my fingerprints are so divine and crazy. You know, like you just, like if you can love you, your whole lens on life shifts. Mm-hmm. There's been so many times where I've been resentful. I've been judgmental. I've been manipulative. I've been a liar, a stealer, a cheater, all these different things. And when I was living that life, like everything was just doom and gloom. Like everything was miserable. I hated existing. You know, I was just like, God, this sucks. Like, this is so painful. This is everything, you know? And like, I was living in such a low vibration that everything bad was happening. Nothing good was happening for me. Like it it was just like, Oh God, I, you know, stubbed my toe. Oh shit. I fucking, ran this stoplight and got a ticket or what, you know, it's just like this domino effect of like shit as a result of my internal condition. Mm -hmm. And once I learned how to change my internal condition, it's like, holy shit, everything just happens in my favor. Everything Mm -hmm. works out. Like not everything, right? (laughs) Obviously there's, there's little shit here and there. We're human, but like you look at things differently, you know, but spill my water and shatter my glass on the kitchen floor. I'm like, okay, it happened, whatever. I love this experience of cleaning up this glass. This is great. You know, (laughs) instead of like, God fucking damn it. Why does this shit have to happen? You know, like poor me, blah, blah, all that, you know, it's just like, it's a simple mindset shift. And then your whole reality changes. Yeah, definitely. definitely. It just starts opening up and you just, it's just like, it's the flow. Yeah. It's getting into that creator energy, right? Recognizing that you're the one creating it because when you get into that and you take radical responsibility for your life, which is really hard for the ego to do because we love playing the victim game. (laughs) We love that. But when you can shift from victim to victor by embodying that creator energy and recognizing, wait a second, I'm the one creating all of this bullshit. (laughs) It's like, I just have to harness love. I have to harness this energy that I'm wanting to attract. And you're able to also find peace in the chaos because life is always going to be chaotic. Mm. Like that's just the truth. There's always going to be like waves of just, okay, I'd rather not go through this, you know, (laughs) but we're able to find peace through the chaos because we've harnessed that energy from within and your external reality is literally just a reflection of your internal. So when you start to identify with love, with abundance, with peace, with joy, and you start to pour love into yourself and accept yourself naturally, you're going to be less judgmental. Naturally, you're going to be less, you know, critical and less angry and less maybe just always wanting to like take things out on the external right? Less of a projector. And because you're not projecting all of this energy that's coming from within, instead you're projecting love, you're projecting abundance. You're able to actually experience life rather than being in reactor mode. You know, I think that's the difference is going from being a reactor to a creator. Because when you're in reactor mode, like you said, it feels like life is happening to you and not happening for you. And so when you start to recognize, whoa, life is happening for me, like this is really, (laughs) you just start to notice that life itself is a miracle. I think that we've become so disconnected from the fact that we're literally here 
on earth. Like how fucking cool is that? <laughs> like we're alive right now. Yeah, <laughs> like it's wild. it's wild. And people have become so disconnected from that because we're so worried about, oh, what does this person think about me? And oh, did I get this many likes on Instagram? And da 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 and oh, like this happened, whatever. It's like when you come back to the simplicity of being alive and being grateful for that, and like yeah. you said, you start to notice all the details in life, it's like life becomes so much more enjoyable. Because then you're not zoomed in to all of the little things that happen. Right. You're just appreciating. Right. And you're taking the waves as they come and you're riding them out. Totally. You're riding those waves. You're surfing them. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is fun, you know? Totally, yeah. Yeah, and every downfall is an opportunity for growth. Mm-hmm. And that's why shitty things happen yeah. so that we can learn from them. And then you get a little bit better at like, oh, I'm never going to do that again, you know, or like even stuff that's completely out of your control. Mm-hmm. You just get better at handling it. Mm-hmm. And once you get better at handling it, then it seems like it doesn't, those types of things don't happen as much because you're able to like almost live above those unfortunate things that mm-hmm. are happening and stuff. And like, it's, it's tough because there's so much that's completely out of our control. And like when people tragically lose loved ones and stuff that a lot of those types of situations, people get very cynical and just mm-hmm. mad at God or mad at the universe, mad at this whole experience of life. Cause they just don't get it, you know? And it's like, yeah, you, that type of stuff is, is unexplainable, you know? And that's, that's a lot of like when I, when I talk to people about spirituality and I try to get somebody to really dig into like, you know, why don't you believe in God? Why do you not understand like that you are a powerful being that can create and that can transform anything with your spirit of love and, and like you are this magnificent creation but they're like, well, you know, why did this happen? Or why did this happen? If there was like this God that loved everyone and loved everything and was just love, like, why did my dad hang himself? You know, like stuff like that. And that's where I, that's where I get kind of stuck. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't have the answer to that. Yeah. And like myself, I've been through quite a bit of, you know, shitty things and stuff. And like, I could be like, Oh, well, yeah, there's definitely no God that's all loving because of all of this that happened. But like, I've been able to shift my perspective to like all of these unfortunate things have happened to make me the person that I am today. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like, yeah, I just feel like, unfortunate things happen Mm -hmm. but it's all for the purpose of growth Mm -hmm. you know yeah 100 percent. yeah there's some things like our human mind it can't really comprehend right and only god knows right it's like there's some like you said most of life is out of our control and that's when it comes back to the surrender right and knowing that no matter what you're going to be okay Like I've kind of come to this inner peace and knowing that even if I die, like I just, I view death so differently now. It's like, it doesn't really phase me anymore. (laughs) Um, And I love living, right? Right. It's like my focus isn't on death. It's on life, right? Um, But overall, there's so many things that are out of our control, even death. And that for people is a lot. That's what's really hard for people to like understand and really like accept is death itself especially when it comes to other people dying in our lives, right? Because that is out of our control. And again, it comes down to that tight grip, right? That we want to have on reality and we want to have everything in our control, but we just don't. And so when we can just surrender and like you said, have that knowing that like everything is divine, everything is playing out the way it's supposed to. And ultimately like there's going to be shitty things and shitty situations and waves that come that really suck. And that's where like, not necessarily bypassing your emotions, right. That come up 
with that situation, that scenario. Like it's very important for you to move through the waves of emotions and feel those emotions because that's also a part of this human experience is getting to feel the full spectrum of your emotions and express and be. And in these times as well, what I've noticed is it brings people together in a very interesting way. Like when we go through these downfalls, these really hard times of our life, that's where like we tend to lean into community the most. We Sometimes we don't right. to go into isolation and get into some not so healthy patterns, right? But when we do lean into community and we recognize that we're here together and actually strengthen community, it can strengthen your con- connection with other people because when you realize, okay, I'm not alone. I have other people I can lean on. Um, we all go through shit. We all go through shit. We all lose people. We all go through situations that are out of our control. And it's like, we feel kind of that why me energy, you know, but overall it's like just allowing that wave to move through and gathering the lessons you can from it. Cause ultimately with death in particular, I feel like it's life's biggest teacher and death leads us to appreciating life more. Um, cause we didn't have death. We wouldn't really be here striving for anything. Like, like you said, the growth energy, that growth mentality wouldn't really be a thing because we're like, well, we're going to be here forever. So, you know, <laughs> like, what's the point? Yeah, <laughs> Whereas yeah. like, it gives us kind of this edge to like really continue to expand our edge. And I think overall, just our ability to step into the unknown and trust is really correlated with how well we're able to grow, how much we expand in this lifetime. It's our ability to also step into that unknown and trust that no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. And like you said, over time, like our edge expands as we step out of our comfort zone and as we trust and as we continue to just do things that are uncomfortable and lean into that discomfort. It's like that expands our edge consistently and things become kind of not easier over time, but easier. Like it's a little bit more smooth because we're able to just harness that peace even through the hardship, you know? And, um, yeah. Yeah. I never thought about death like that, but if it didn't exist, yeah, they're like life would have no point almost, you know? Yeah. Like if you could just, if you couldn't die and you could just, Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Go run out in front of a car and like you you're still <laughs> yeah. just alive. Like, yeah, that would be really odd. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I have the same kind of mindset around death. Like, I don't I don't fear it. I don't. Um, I'm not as phased by it. And I think that that might have come from psychedelics and having that understanding of the other side. Mm-hmm. And how, like, the other side is so mind-blowingly beautiful that, like, you can't not want to, like, not, you can't, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but, like, you can't, um, you can't not want to go there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like it's like, yeah. that's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to end up there eventually and, like, I don't want to tragically die at like too early because that's going to be devastating for everyone around me. But like, I'm grateful for, for the people who have passed on and like they're living in that pure love and bliss and just beauty that's yeah. on the other side. You yeah. Know? 100%. And yeah, it's totally, it's totally a mind fuck trying to wrap your head around the whole life and death thing. But I, I do feel like a lot of spiritual environments people community like spiritual community like they just under they have a different understanding of of afterlife and stuff Mm -hmm. you know yeah 100 percent. and again there's so many things that our human mind can't even comprehend i mean even life itself like come on (laughs) it's such a truth right and our human mind try to figure it out (laughs) yeah and that's where again the surrender comes in like i've come to this realization that like i don't need to know everything there's a lot that i don't need to know it's a matter of just experiencing and being here in the now like that itself is the purpose of life it's just the now (laughs) and like you create the meaning yeah 
And that's what's so cool about it. It's like life itself. It's like you're all trying to find the meaning of life. And it's like you create the meaning. Like literally you can choose to live your life. There's like all of these paths. And it's like when you recognize, whoa, wait, I'm the creator of my reality. You literally can make it whatever you want. And I think it's when we get so wrapped up. And again, that control energy, which comes from the mind. It's the only thing that really disconnects us as well from the divine is our mind. It's like the veil itself is in the mind, you know, it's like that control aspect and us wanting it to be perfect and like having these expectations. It's like when we can surrender that and just be like, you know what? I don't know everything. Right but I'm going to enjoy the, the hell out of this experience that I have here because yeah. why not? Yeah. You know? And it just makes it that much more enjoyable when you can kind of just like loosen your grip mm. on needing to have that control or like knowing or, you know, it's yeah. like, <sighs> loosen your grip, loosen your grip. That really spoke to me. And I just had yeah. a vision of myself. Like when I would take psychedelics and I would be like, okay, like, I need to figure out more of the meaning of life. So like I'm going deep, you know, and I take like five grams of mushrooms and I'm just like, all right, here we go. Like I'm going to figure it out. And the whole time I was just gripping my fists, just like, okay, this is way too overwhelming right now. So like, I'm just going to be in my anxious bubble and I'm not going to like be the fullest expression of myself because I'm feeling too much right now. Mm -hmm. And But when I get out of this, when I get out of this trip, like, then I'll be my full version of myself. Then I'll be in the present moment. Then I'll express gratitude for this amazing experience of freedom and love and just complete abundance of, you know, but like under the influence of psychedelics, I was just like, like, I get it now, but like, I'm still going to stay in my show, you know? Yeah. But once I, once I'm not in this consciousness anymore, once I'm off the mushrooms, I'll, then I'll, then I'll integrate, then I'll like, you know, then I'll let my, my grip, then I'll loosen the grip and I'll, you know, just be, Mm. but so many times it wasn't like that. Like it was like, I still had to do the work Mm -hmm. when I came off the, off the trip and I didn't do the work. And I yeah. still stayed in that control state of like, I don't know who I am. I don't know how to, you know, how to break these chains, how to get free from myself, how to like really truly find myself and just mm-hmm. breathe and just relax and just let go, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's again, the hardest thing for humans to do is let go. It's like the letting go, the surrender, it takes discipline. It does. Like that is the hardest thing for us to do. And that's what I found spirituality to really like bring for me because having that again, trust in something greater than you and like going beyond yourself because we are very self oriented, self centered. And that's what we're doing there is we're trying to protect our identities. We're trying to stay the same. We're trying to have everything in our control. And we think, oh, we're doing the best. We're, you know, everybody and myself and all these things. Like, no, (laughs) we're literally being so self-centered right now. We're trying to like hold on so tightly to this view of reality that is actually keeping us just in this repetitive cycle that's getting us nowhere, right? When we surrender that and we actually allow the full spectrum of life too, because like you said, it's really easy to like deem certain parts of us as like not acceptable or bad. And then same thing reflects into your reality. We start to like see things and like separate things. We separate ourselves from parts of ourselves. start to judge ourselves. And in reality, like nothing's perfect, but like at the same time, everything's perfect. Like there's a reason why there's the law of duality. duality, Why there's like when we can accept the full spectrum and realize it's not just like one way either. Cause for me, that was a huge, huge thing that like shifted everything for me was not seeing things through black and white, like starting to accept the full spectrum and just being open because it opened my heart. It opened my mind to just like this deeper acceptance for myself, my emotions, my life, but then also other people and like reality and how there can be different perspectives. There's a reason why there's polarities. There's a reason why it's all that. I won't know why. I don't know the exact truth as to why there is, but all I know is that there is. 
And so it is. Totally. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> the duality thing is crazy because yeah. like that's a huge realization of like there's black, there's white, there's up, there's down, there's mm-hmm. dark, there's light, there's left, there's right, you know? And then yeah. like yeah, just the whole thing with like yeah, the realization that everything's everything's on a spectrum mm-hmm. and like nothing's necessarily good or bad or perfect or unperfect. It just is. Just is. And like you trying to identify it and figure it out like Oh, am I being like the best version of myself right now? Am I like expressing myself as best as I can right now? Like, do I look good right now? Or like, do I, you know, like, and you're just so caught up in this, like, like if you're just like interacting with someone, like, you know, and you're just like, Oh, am I good enough? Am I like, did I say something weird? Like, you know, and and, like, you're just, you're so caught up in your head that you're actually completely missing the moment. You're missing Mm -hmm. the connection. You're missing the whole experience because you're so tied up in your head mm-hmm. and I've lived my whole life like that. Yeah. Same. Literally. Same. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And yeah. all you have to do is let go. It's I so guess. corny, like let go and let God, but it's yeah. like, that's fucking the it. Truth. That's it. Yeah. That's all it is. Exactly. It's- like back to your original question of like, how did yeah. I like harness this energy? It's like that. It's yeah. like this consistent letting go yeah. of these identities. And yeah. it's like, shoulds and like all of these expectations expectations yeah it's like letting go of this control finding this true discipline from within to surrender but also taking light action right there's like a harmony again there's the full spectrum it's like there's always a harmony of the two polarities and that's where the sweet spot is of life it's like when you can harness both and just have this open heart open mind and recognize that you can have both then you're not judging yourself. You're not in these constant like sabotaging cycles because you feel like you messed up. You just like allow. Yeah. And you just are. Yeah. And you just be. Yeah. You just be. <laughs> yeah. And then as a result of just being, yeah. then life becomes easier. Yeah. You know? Like it sounds like it sounds like we both have a similar experience of like gripping so hard, mm-hmm. like judging yourself so much, expecting so much, like having these thoughts of like Oh, am I enough? Is this like, am I in the moment enough? Or like, am I too much in my head? And like, just all this gripping mm-hmm. and, and like the frustration and, and the just the sadness and the, and the pain of like, is this going to be my life the rest mm-hmm. of my life? Like, am I just going to hold on to this idea that I'm not enough or that I'm just this control, like trying to control everything, trying to control, like staying in your shell and just like not being present, you know, like how you can tell when a person just has not let go yet, you know? And it's like, yeah, it was like that, that was me for so long, you know? Yeah. And yeah, a lot of people have been like, dude, you're different. Like you are completely different. Like I believe in you. I, I see so much potential in you and like, I know that you're going to make it this time. Like you're not going to die in your addiction. You're not going to go back and relapse. You're not going to sabotage anymore because you've finally just found yourself. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I have. Oh, I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Yeah, I see that too. I know I just met you, but yeah, yeah, Yeah. I see that. I see it in you. Uh, we're all reflections, you know, we're all mirrors. And I think to answer that question of like, how do we help others? We just have to be the fullest expression of ourselves. Like you reflecting and sharing your experience, your story, and just being the fullest expression of you, that is so inspiring and just reflects that power, that light, that love into others. That is all. It's not a, what do I need to do to help this person? It's like, I just need to be, I need to allow it. It's like in that, it's just this reflection. Yeah. (laughs) And it's so beautiful. It's crazy. Um, Yeah. Like you're always looking for the answer. uh It's just like the answer is me. The answer is me and just being free, Mm -hmm. free in my own skin. Mm -hmm. If I can just be free in my own skin, I can be the greatest version of myself, the most powerful version of myself. Period. And then, yeah, that's just, it's this energy that it's just exudes from you. Like Mm -hmm. you you just radiate it everywhere you go. And it's, and it's like, 
yeah, like you can look at someone and be like, oh my God, like there is a God. Like that person's so divine. Like they're so just whatever. You know what I mean? It's like an energy you feel. Uh You're like, oh my God. Yeah. I yeah. could be that, you know, mm-hmm. like I could be that happy. <laughs> like, exactly. Uh, yeah. It's just reminders and reflections and like, we are all God experiencing yeah. life <laughs> through these vessels. So for us to see the God in other people, to see the divine, to see the light, the love, we're just reflecting. It's just reflecting back what we have from within. And so that is how we harness our energy and like embody that truth, but then also are the reminder for others. Right. And in that, it's just like, we can literally create heaven on earth that I way know. by just remembering that we are the divine. We yeah. are love and we're here to love. We're here to experience. We're here to be the fullest expression of us. And in that, if everybody were to come back to that truth and that knowing heaven on earth, this world would be ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it would just be insane. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to get there. Me too. I really, truly believe it. That Me like, too. Dude, I have had chills just surging through my body this whole <laughs> conversation because we're so aligned. But yeah. like, we are going to, as a collective, mm-hmm. we're going to rise mm-hmm. high enough to where everybody is just forced to give in to this spiritual force of love and perfection and that everything's finally mm-hmm. okay. And that the issue is our minds. Everybody struggles in their mind. And if you can let go of your mind, you can have heaven on earth. Exactly what you're saying. And we're going to get there. We're going to, yeah. Like the Christians say, like, Jesus is coming back. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, he is. (laughs) In you. In in you. You You are Jesus. You are God. You are the power. Yeah, Jesus knew what he was talking about. Fuck yeah, <laughs> he knew yeah. exactly what Jesus he was talking about. Jesus was a about. fucking gangster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Totally. It's all, it starts with you. I think that's the biggest lesson. It's like you harnessing your energy and reflecting that into the world. Like you are creating a ripple effect because the ocean right. wouldn't be the ocean without the drops of water. Right. And in that, you're creating these ripples. Yeah. You are a drop of water in this ocean right. that is life right and we can all create these ripple effects by simply just embodying our truth which is love totally yeah i'm assuming you've seen those like i can't remember the guy who does it but videos on youtube of like people speaking to water Mm -hmm. and they're like like there's two bowls of water or whatever and they're like speaking love into one bowl and they're like saying like negative low vibrational stuff to the other bowl and they're viewing it through a microscope Mm -hmm. and you can see the molecules and you can see how everything is reacting Mm -hmm. as a result of them speaking love and speaking darkness, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, it was something like I'm doing a bad job of explaining it because I'm not a fucking scientist, but like the bowl that was dark was like, it was like, falling apart like the molecules were like they were like breaking or whatever they were they were yeah they were dying right and then the one that they were speaking love into it was growing you know like the expanding yeah Yeah, whatever you know yeah and it just goes to show that it's like you're creating your whole entire reality just based on what's coming out of your mouth and Mm -hmm. your mind and everything like we are these forces of creation Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I mean, we're literally, I forget what percent, like 70 to 80% water. So just that like in itself, I mean, shows like what your energy and how you speak and what you embody, how much that impacts you and others. Right. So like if you were were to, yeah, we are basically, we're mostly water. Um, So it affects, no, it's all good. (laughs) Like we are. And so it affects, you know, we're creating that ripple literally. Yeah. By us spreading that love, by us spreading that light, it it does make an impact on people. It does. Yeah. And it's those little, the little shifts too that are actually such big shifts over time right. make the biggest difference. And yeah. so I feel like for everybody listening, just like what are some, I guess, what is the biggest takeaway or something that will help with just like integrating these messages? Yeah, I would say getting silent Mm -hmm. and 
just really challenging yourself to trust and believe that everything has always been the way it's supposed to be. It's always been perfect. It's always been the way that God intended. And you need to just accept that. You know what I mean? Like you have to just accept that. Yeah. That like, you got to get really real with yourself and dig really deep. Cause I believe that everyone has this inner knowing that there's a God, mm-hmm. like you, you know, you're driving around, you've got a bunch of weed on you and the cops pull you over and you're like, Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Like, please God. Like, you know, if you're up there, like do something about this. Like people pray to God when they, or if you're drowning in an ocean, you know, like the last thing you're going to say is like, please Jesus, like save my life. You know, like it's, it's intuitive. Like we all have this inner knowing that like we are, that there's a God, you know? So it's like, get really real with yourself and just sit with it and like trust that the divine is, is there, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. We are, we are literally God experiencing life through these vessels. And if you surrender, you're allowing God to channel through. You're allowing love to, you're allowing yourself to be the vessel that you were created to be, right? And God just wants to experience life. God just wants you to experience life because he's experiencing life through you, you. right? And so harnessing that truth and knowing the reason why we all have that like, yeah, like there's gotta be something, right? Like we all have that inner knowing to some degree. It's like, because you literally are the divine. You know, we're not separate from it. It's not somewhere else. It's like looking over us, man in the sky. (laughs) Like, uh, it's like, he's in you. You're literally just this vessel that's expressing all of these different, like there's like the source and it's just all of these extensions. Like we're all interconnected from the same source. And in that, there's just all of these different unique expressions of that, right? And I think we had a conversation about this as well, but like even the different forms of expression of love and like the different forms of expression of just truth. And it shows in so many ways, right? Through music, through art, through just expression of the voice, through singing, through like, there's so many different forms of expression, right? right. As humans. And the right. same thing goes with God. Right. It's like, there is God in everything. Right. You just have to look. Exactly. Like love is all around, you love know? Is all around, yeah. And all the different religions, they're all trying to communicate the same message, same message. which is like, there's something divine mm-hmm. and every religion has their own way of believing and stuff, you know? And it's like, we're not going to go down this rabbit hole, but yeah. it's just like, there's nothing to figure out. You know, there's, there's yeah. no, like, you don't need religion. Like, yeah, sure. But, religion's great for some people, you know, to have that, like, ultimately I think it's just community and just being around and hearing the message and hearing, you know, and just being around other people that are the same. And that's another thing for the listener is like finding people that believe in spirituality and and that believe in, you know, just, yeah, that just have the, the understanding of, of God and spirituality, like, you're the average of five people you spend the most time with, you know, so mm-hmm. find a good community of like-minded people and look at them and, and listen to them and kind of just try to embody what, what they have, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. 100%. Yeah. 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 I feel like religion and just all these spiritual teachings, it's just, you know, people's ways of trying to connect with the divine. Right. And it's beautiful and their own unique ways there's a lot of differences and there's a lot of similarities a lot more similarities and differences i feel like because ultimately it's just people trying to connect to the divine and ultimately like you just having this want like this yearning for that connection is enough you know because in that you're going to discover that because it's in you um i think it's just we get pulled away naturally when we get too wrapped up in maybe other people's beliefs that just don't feel completely right for us. And it doesn't feel, yeah, aligned with our true nature, true knowing, you know, just tapping in. And again, it goes back to that, just quieting the noise and coming back to your truth and your connection with yourself and God. And it's like, 
you realize it's all just one. It's like the same. <laughs> your connection with yourself is your connection with God. Like yeah. it's interconnected. Um, totally. It's beautiful. It's yeah. Beautiful. It's yeah. very beautiful. This conversation has been very beautiful as well. Yeah. I didn't know we were going to talk about God the whole time, but yeah, I'm <laughs> I love glad it. We did. I'm so glad we did. Yes. Yeah. People yeah. are going to be like, God, turn this off. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> or they're gonna be like, "Whoa, no, I wanna." Yeah, totally. Keep listening. Yeah, no, it's gonna, yeah. it's gonna really, uh, it's gonna hit some people. Mm-hmm. In, I agree. In a good way. You know? I agree. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to just um, plug yourself real quick and just tell the uh, listener kind of where they could find you if they want to connect deeper, talk to you, um, if they're interested in your coaching talk about your podcast as well, yeah. um, which I still need to check out. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So my social media is just going to be underscore Maya underscore Allen underscore. And that goes for all my social medias. Um, and then my podcast is the whole you podcast on Spotify. I also have it uploaded to YouTube as well. If you prefer like video um, and my website is the mindbodybalance.com. And you can register for a free coaching session with me as well through there to kind of get a feel for my coaching, what I do, and just just chat, get to know me. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, good stuff. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This yeah. is so beautiful. Absolutely. I love this conversation so yeah. much. Super, super amazing. Very grateful for it. I'm grateful too. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here with us and uh, yeah, just enjoying another episode of the Be Powerful Podcast. We will see you guys next week. See you next week. Bye.